Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki, and I am so excited to have one of my kindred spirits here with me on the podcast again. So we're talking today from way far away. So uh, Teresa Liedrich is all the way in Canada, and I am all the way in Maryland, and uh we're still across the distance, just have so many similarities of heart. And Mm -hmm. I'm so, so glad to share that. So this is, Teresa is, is if you Google homeschool life coach, this is the person you come up with. Like she, she is, that is, that is her designation. And she has um, a wonderful book that is on Amazon for everybody who is looking for an encouraging, nurturing book. So uh, we'll talk about that. So it's homeschool. Mama self-care, isn't that the best? And her website is capturing the charm life. We'll, we'll talk about all those things, but mostly just think about homeschool life coach. Like, isn't this what we all need? And of course, I'm also a coach, so I like that kind of stuff. So, yeah. all right, Teresa, say hey and uh, and introduce yourself and tell us about your homeschool story. Hey, everybody. It is a pleasure to be here and to share time with you again, Vicki. And yes, kindred spirit. Absolutely. Um, I have been homeschooling for oh, it's somewhere in the two decade range. Mm. I've lost track of the number. Mm. I've lost track of my kids ages at times, too. I but do homeschool- that too. Yeah. homeschooling is not bothered by that. My kids mm. are. <laughs> so I've been homeschooling. I've got four kids. My oldest is now 21 and my youngest is going on 14. Mm. You're in British Columbia, Canada, which is across the continent from you. Yes, a long way. It is a long way. And I came across a book, uh, The Homeschool Option by Lisa Rivera in my non-homeschool years when my two oldest were in private school. And I really just picked up the book so that I could get my arguments against homeschooling. (laughs) And by the end of the week, I was like, we're homeschooling. And two years (laughs) later, we started. (laughs) (laughs) That is, I haven't heard that one before. That's an, an interesting way to start homeschooling. That's awesome. Well, then I picked up Susan Wise Bowers, well-trained mm. mind, and I said, mm. we are going to put all of this into practice. Mm. <laughs> so we did that for about three and a half years or so. Mm. So my my six-year-old still remember, um, sorry, my 19-year-old now remembers her being six and writing a couple pages of dictation after our hour of history reading. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I lasted three years doing that. I'm, I'm impressed because I, I love Susan Weiss Bowers' uh, books, but that's some heavy stuff there. So that, I'm that impressed. Yeah. So then I hit a wall and I came to a um, a morning, I think January or February of slump month that season mm-hmm. and decided that's quite enough. I really will find any yellow bus to take my kids back to school. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even in a town where I lived. We'd done <laughs> seven years of traveling. So we spent half the years traveling in various places. But mm. so that's kind of the origin story of where my where my book came from is how I had to address overwhelm and boundary issues and all the big mm. emotions in homeschooling. My big emotions, not just my yeah. kids. Yeah. 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 So you you are have lived experience on the things that you share. Oh yeah, girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Been there, done that, and I get a and get the opportunity to be connected with moms from all different walks of life, very many different kinds of homeschooling approaches, 
uh, with different challenges and I get to experience life alongside them as well. And that's the joy of, of a homeschool and the joy of life coaching is walking with people through the different joys and challenges of life. So absolutely love it. I feel truly honored. Yeah. So I want to talk about that. But first, one of the things that I really had on my mind was kind of segueing from an earlier episode we had on the podcast when I, I talked to Kat Patrick about homeschooling in Great Britain and just people were so interested in, you know, homeschooling in not the States, you know, in other places. <laughs> so I know Canada is not, you know, across the sea, but I know that there has to be some differences and some similarities. So what, what can you tell us about what it's like to homeschool there in Canada? Well, to put in perspective, United States has about 332 million. Is that right? Mm-hmm. This morning. So then Canada, on the other hand, has 39 million. So we have <laughs> a lot fewer people. A fewer, yes. Yes, a lot fewer. And um, in Canada, and I, I actually, my general energy or the general sense of the United States is that there's a lot more homeschooling going on, especially in certain zones, mm. more, more so than Canada. Mm-hmm. So I know we're about 0.7% of the children population or student population that go to school. And that was, that's a quote, I think it's either from Fraser Institute or Stats Canada, but it's either, I think it's 2000, two, uh, 2018, 2019 uh-huh. season. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So it's changed just like you. There's a uh-huh. lot more homeschooling going on in the last few years than there ever has been. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that's a decent percentage, though, if you think about the size of the population and the population distribution, is that people are more spread out over wider distances mm-hmm. in Canada. So that's that's not bad for uh, for a, a land size that much in that population. It's uh, generally, I would say, a different experience in different provinces or mm. in different territories. We have 13 provinces and territories, mm-hmm. and I have yet to meet anyone from Newfoundland or Nunavut, but they uh, exist, I'm told. Uh, There's not even statistics that I can find that represent those areas. Wow. Uh, the Prairie Provinces, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba have the highest numbers of homeschool students. Mm-hmm. And and the way that you go about homeschool enrollment is a bit different from province to province, just like you experience mm-hmm. state to state mm-hmm. uh, and different expectations. Um, but there's very few provinces that will actually provide some sort of um, remuneration for your efforts at home. Yeah, yeah. And we found most of the states here um, say you're on your own kid if you want to homeschool. But there are a few now that do reimburse people for their curriculum if you follow Mm -hmm. their guidelines. And I think that's really interesting. So so for you, when you started homeschooling, um, thanks to your book from Revere that you read, Mm -hmm. Were you the only person you knew homeschooling? Like, what was that like? 
No, I knew a few people. And that was part of the reason why I thought, okay, I'm going to have my arguments against it. Because in my mind, I thought I am not this kind of person, like, yeah, mainstream kind of person, I do the typical things, not, not off the beaten path kind of things. But (laughs) actually, that was not true. (laughs) (laughs) I just didn't know myself then. And homeschooling has definitely given me that opportunity. Yeah. Um, at the time, I remember um, having a lot of contact with a lovely family, an unschooling family, mm. and blew my mind the way they were approaching education. Mm. And that was probably what I was trying to find my arguments against. Mm-hmm. And over the course of time, I've had, I've touched on every homeschool philosophy, of course, as yeah. per every, every mother does that by the yeah. point that you're homeschooling now. Yeah. Um but I really um, was, my homeschool was revolutionized by the John Taylor Gatto, John Holt. Yeah. 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 And so that when you ran across those resources, kind of um, pivoted your, your homeschooling philosophy. And it helped that I had an oldest daughter who really didn't want me to guide her in anything. Oh, <laughs> and Enneagram type eight. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That, so no, eights her, are going to do it their way. Yes. Yes. So I set her down in a Starbucks and I said, we're never going to homeschool the way that we've done it again. Uh-huh. And then six months later, we still went back to a, um, I don't know what you would call it. Let's just call it eclectic uh-huh. <laughs> approach because I had three other kids and they yeah. want to do things differently too. Yeah. Yeah, so you got all these different personalities you got to juggle. But did you come over the years? Did you do more and more of the more unschooling approach? You know, it, I don't know really what to call myself. Sometimes I'll say I'm a classical unschooler if people really want me to pin something down. That's beautiful. Yeah. Be- because I'm from an academic background. Mm-hmm. My husband is if you're familiar with Myers-Briggs, he's INTJ yeah. and he's a type one and he's a natural academic. And he started reading super early and has always been interested in politics and, excuse me, history and all sorts of things. Uh-huh. And so we just have a family culture that's very academic by nature. Yes. Yeah. So you, you, you're married to an INTJ. Yeah. And you are a. ENFJ. You're an ENF. Well, then, of course, you're a teacher. Yeah. And so you've got this academic husband who has ideas and he's a one. He does things right. And and you've got an an, an Enneagram eight daughter who is going to do her thing her way. So and you're an Enneagram, two, if I remember right. Right. So you just get taking care of everybody, making everybody happy. So that's that's a very eclectic household, but academically driven. Yeah, generally, I mean, as time goes by, there there was a, an element in our lives, my husband's and my life, where we were trying to, I would say then, simplify mm. our life. Mm. But actually, I've come to understand it's not simplifying, it's just coming to a closer uh, clarity of why we're here. And homeschooling certainly affords the opportunity to go hard after our interests. Mm. We did a lot of traveling ourselves for um, seven years as a homeschool family. Mm. And that right there helps to distill your life a lot. Mm. And then just over the course of time, we've just become a lot clearer on what we're all about. 
And what would you say as a family you're about? You know, let's say integrity, mm. authenticity, mm. and living a life well lived. That's so beautiful. You sound like a coach. That's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> I had a conversation with my husband last night. <laughs> that's yeah. funny. Yeah, so that's actually my intention is to help the overwhelmed homeschool mom shed what's not working so they can show up in their yeah. lives authentically, purposefully, and confidently. It's perfect. It's yeah. absolutely perfect. So so in your family, how have you been able to help, you know, like you're two, you're going to help guide this family. You're going to make sure they're okay. Um, how have you helped each of your kids kind of develop those authentic like personalities and callings? You know, I don't think I saw what I needed to see in the beginning. I think it mm. took me a lot of years to come to that clarity mm -hmm. of this is what we're doing. Because I came into it as a school at home approach mm -hmm. and I'm going to give my kids a better education than they could even in the private <laughs> school. Yeah. That was my motivation. And then I came to understand I was investing an awful lot of energy towards um, a formal approach that it seemed to me if we were left to our own devices, we were learning anyway. And mm -hmm. the kids were very engaged and interested in it. Mm -hmm. And then when you get over the shock of your kids aren't all the same and they aren't actually products of your intention, <laughs> they're actually like these uh, well, they're, I believe they're placed in our lives, but they're yeah. very independent and not just my Enneagram type eight, but my all my other kids, they're placed here as separate agents in their mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. And then when I get to that understanding that that's, that's the reality of a family, then I don't look at them and say, okay, how do I make you into what I think you're supposed to be? But rather, how do I help you become who you actually are? Oh my goodness. You know, I always look for a meme every episode and that's definitely one. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's beautiful. <laughs> that's funny. That That's my experience in my life as well. Yeah. Because that is what homeschooling did. Yeah. Um, maybe it's, maybe it's the chicken or the egg. Did I choose mm -hmm. homeschooling for that purpose or did homeschooling help hone that? Yeah. Yeah. So it just, it just grew. It yeah. just grew. Yeah. Hey, did you find in, in your province that there were, uh, on the practical side of homeschooling, mm -hmm. to jerk the conversation quickly to another topic, um, like, were there a lot of regulations? Do you have a lot of check-ins? Like, what is it like? Yes. You? So I always went into homeschooling with a really, um, obviously, independent mindset. So mm -hmm. I assumed that I would just register. We we call it registering our children in um, the pr province of British Columbia. So we can either go to a, a regular school or we can go to a distance learning program mm. or sort of, um, you know, the, the BC, um, I can't think of the name. Anyways, we can go to different places and mm. submit our child's name and their, their pen number and say, we're going to homeschool this year. Uh -huh. If you do that with a public school, most of them will not even know what you're doing and try to dissuade you from doing so. Uh. 
when we do that, then by law, by Section 1213 um, law, and we actually are able to take our kids home, create an academic program for them that seems fit to us, and we don't have anyone overseeing what we're doing. Oh, uh-huh. A lot of freedom. Yeah. And um, no remuneration or very, right. very little. Yeah. And, and, can- and then they're not telling you what to do, though, with that, with your textbooks and all. That's right. Oh, you can also uh, participate in what we're presently calling a distributed learning program. I think it's going to turn into an online learning program very soon. They're changing that in British Columbia specifically. Um, and it really means that you're under the auspices of the entire education system in BC. Um, and they can dictate what you use or what kind of learning outcomes you need to meet. Mm-hmm. So for for a family that really liked that structure and oversight, that would be a choice. So you have different choices that you can make. Do you yeah. know if it was a big, you know, like here in the States, back in like the 80s, there's all kinds of, you know, legislative battles and everybody's fighting and all, mm-hmm. you know, is homeschool going to be legal? And now it's like, you know, it's normal life here. So do you know if in the earlier days that there was a lot of the legal mumbo jumbo going on? There has been at different points. I mean, there I was part of the British Columbia Home Education Association over um, maybe three, four years ago. Uh-huh. And that was what was happening as the province invited us to chat about homeschooling uh-huh. in the province. And um you know, people were uncertain as to what the intentions were. Mm. And it has since I'll, I'll say that I know I'm bound not to share all the details of what mm. happened in the room, but, mm. but it is about to shift. And a lot of people are disappointed at how things are tightening up in uh, our province. Uh, but very dependent on the province. It's very dependent on the government in the province, mm-hmm. how liberal or how conservative or mm. You know, we have a NDP um, government that's representative in some provinces as well. So very much depends on the culture of the government. Mm. Yeah. So it is a it's a ongoing story. Yeah, that's what I would yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. So how in all of the, the homeschooling, um, so the, all the busyness of life, did you get into starting your website? Like, I mean. Mm, it's a charmed yeah. life and self-care <laughs> yeah. and your podcast and yeah. life coaching. So tell me like what is what is that story? So pretty much right from the beginning I knew that I needed to get away but when I began homeschooling that I needed a separate time away. Mm-hmm. So I went to Starbucks and I had my pumpkin spice latte and mm-hmm. a phone mm-hmm. <laughs> every Wednesday night for two hours. And I wrote about homeschooling mm-hmm. and within four or five months, I started a blog and I titled it what my heart most desired. And it's capturing the charmed life, capturing and the charmed life. It's beautiful. that's right. Yeah. And yet I've discovered that there are some challenges that come alongside that charmed life. Mm. And I, when I, in the last three years, so I'd, I'd written a book, I've always been a writer, but in the last three years I wrote a book and then I just started coaching people and realized, Mm. Hey, I'm, I'm coaching people. Maybe I should do this officially. Mm. Officially, I've always been doing this or Mm -hmm. I've I've been doing this since I was a nurse. Um, But then to do it in a structured format with intention was something Mm -hmm. different. 
And then I asked myself, do I still want the name of the website to be capturing the charmed life? Because I don't want to give this impression that it's this wonderful utopia. Yeah. Because some days it is. Yeah. And some days it's not. Yes. Yeah. So it's, but you, you kept the website's name, right? I did because I think that's at core what we yeah. really want we yeah. want that charmed life and it yeah. is filled with freedoms yeah. sometimes it requires ourselves to yeah. um get self-aware and show up on purpose in our lives and not just in our homeschool but in our lives and when we do that we really can transform those challenges to charms and so it rolls off my mouth because i say it all the time on my podcast yeah. Yeah. but it's it's also true yes so you're not talking about in, in the website, the podcast, your book, you're not talking about capturing the perfect life. No, you're talking about challenges being transformed to charms and looking for those, those beautiful things. And that's what like, I have found it so encouraging. Um, just uh, you're even the colors on the website are restful. Mm. Yeah, it's just it's 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 just a pleasant visit. Like so, we'll put links in the show notes. People need to visit that. So you're you're working with your homeschool life coaching coaches Mm -hmm. um, to help them to make those to find their charm life with their families. And you know, usually when I'm speaking with them, I'm more saying to show up on purpose in your homeschool and. That's that's usually how I engage it. Yes. So, you know, I have different moms and different experiences. There's moms that are having some real challenges in being how they want to be in their homeschools without losing their stuff mm-hmm. or feeling like they've lost themselves in that mm-hmm. role. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes it's significant boundary issues or sometimes it's mild boundary issues. The, you know, dealing with big emotions or overwhelm, that's sometimes mm-hmm. that's the hardest person to engage because they're yeah. so overwhelmed. They don't actually know how to, to mm-hmm. pin down a time to connect with you or mm-hmm. to continue building on coaching um, sessions. Mm-hmm. But, you know, getting out of that overwhelmed state and getting a little clarity on what's going on, that's the kind of mom that I'm typically engaging. Yeah, which I think is a beautiful niche because so much of the like the homeschool advising that's available mm-hmm. to our homeschool community all over there is, is more on finding the right, you know, curriculum mm-hmm. and helping your, your kids, you know, figure out what directions that they're going to be studying and, you know, career stuff and how you, how you get the kids to read and all. So that, and those are all really, 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 you know, vital things. Mm-hmm. But, but what I hear so much with moms especially somewhere around January um, is I'm overwhelmed or I feel lost or I can't do this, you know, because it's hard sometimes. And so what you're doing is you are helping these moms to, to feel encouraged and calibrated to do that calling of homeschooling. Absolutely. And then I even have the pleasure of connecting with people to enhance who they are in the homeschool realm, not mm. just as the homeschool parent and mm. you know, showing up in that realm or role, mm. but also who are you beyond that? And that's something that I didn't envision way back when. In fact, mm. I saw myself as a mom and that's mm. what I would be for the rest of my life. Mm. And it turns out it's really true. They grow up 
Yeah. 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 So, so now your oldest is in college. She's in university. So despite yeah. having unschooled her, she's uh -huh. still doing Latin in her university degree. Uh -huh. awesome. Yeah. And psychology. My second is in a fine arts program in ballet. Oh. And my third will be graduating this year. And my fourth is just going into a grade nine level. That is so exciting. So your all of yours are going to be high school and beyond. And that they are real. Yeah. Yeah. And they're all finding themselves in the ways yeah. that are right for them. That is so cool. But your oldest is leaning towards psychology, huh? That's right. We'll see what happens. Because if yeah. I've learned anything from her, it is that I will not be able to script that one. <laughs> well, not with an eight. No, nah. but you know, I've always prayed that that we would have more people in the mental health field. It just, mm. we, we need that. So maybe that will happen. That will be really nice. Well, you know, for until my almost the grade 12 year from my, um, so she actually, my oldest went to high school the last two years, mm -hmm. a public high school. Mm -hmm. And so then my second daughter went through homeschool high school. And until mm -hmm. the grade 12 year, I was convinced she would go into a science program to go into medicine. Oh. Her, her dad is a medical doctor uh -huh. and had the mini medical residency as a child of a physician. Uh-huh. And I was convinced that she would go down that path. And surprise, she decided to go into ballet. So I don't think we can ever truly know for sure yeah. where they might go. Yeah. Well, and that's hard. That's that's what trusting the process looks like is yeah. we, we cannot order our kids' lives and make their future what we think yeah. um, we can facilitate. And that's, that's really cool is you set back and let it unfold. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. But you, yeah. So one of the things you mentioned is you're, you're helping people, parents kind of find their, their place in the homeschool community as well as their parenting. And mm -hmm. uh, I, I noticed that's one of the things that you do is um, like in, in our digital world, um, you spearheaded a group of us that do the, the life coaching kinds of things to have coffee together on zoom, um, mm -hmm. periodically. And, uh, Cause or, I like you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's so fun. Like, like I have all these people I really enjoy and I mm -hmm. would not have once thought, Hey, let's just hang out. And, um, and actually we, we, uh, turn up with the same fizzy waters almost every time yeah I'm drinking a bubbly right now <laughs> <laughs> and it's like like that's like kindred spirits but to, mm -hmm. to chat with other um, moms who are also in the coaching world and the homeschool world together so I really appreciate the way you have just keep you allow the next thing to happen in your life and are guiding other moms and facilitating those of us that are out there just to hang out. I just, I really appreciate that. I am very pleasured. I am actually tickled because for years I was listening to your podcast. So it's oh. surreal to me that I could connect with you like that. <laughs> that is the, so fun. The yes. benefit of podcasting. I think you get to connect with all sorts of people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one of these days we'll, we'll be, taking a group of us out to British Columbia and meet in Should. real life. And that's going to be fun. 
Yes, so. come visit Canada. Yeah. Rural Canada is where I actually live. I'm in the iconic realm of Canada where you're like next door to bears and cougars and bald eagles. They're literally in my backyard closer than my human neighbors. That is the best thing ever. So, all right, Teresa, if people are looking for a homeschool life coach or some homeschool mama self-care, um, how can they connect with you? Well, you are always welcome to join me at on Instagram at Homeschool Mama Self Care, but you can find me and all of my resources over at Capturing the Charmed Life. And if you want to schedule a time to actually connect over Zoom, I would be delighted to connect with you. Yeah. And tell us about your podcast. Yeah, well, it's essentially the same uh, focus. Right now, mm -hmm. I'm at season four. I am on season four, and we're focusing on the overwhelmed homeschool mom. Mm -hmm. uh, we have I have intentions of doing an entire podcast on identity mm. on, 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 uh, boundaries. Mm. So yeah, I love it. It's as much fun as coaching for me. It is. Uh, I love podcasting. So, mm -hmm. and then tell about your book. Oh, my book is really the uh, origin of all the reasons why I discovered that I actually had to figure out how to approach homeschooling in a different way mm -hmm. so that I could show up on purpose in my life rather than just going with the flow of the present day frustration. That is the best. So I will put links in the show notes to all these things. And you really want to check out Teresa's work and think about homeschool life coaching, like what a blessing that we have this resource for us homeschool moms. So, well, thank you, Teresa, for fitting me into your schedule. And oh, yeah, an excuse for us to chat, which is wonderful. Such a pleasure chatting today. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. So this has been the Homeschool High School Podcast brought to you by sevensistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. Talk to you all later. Bye.